0: Chapter One Stepping inside the local veterinarian's office in Promise, Massachusetts, was like stepping into a half-price sale at Macy's the day before a holiday. A Doberman barked repeatedly while a Pomeranian, eyes wide, ran in circles, piddling on herself and the floor, frantic to escape the din and chaos. Ginger bellowed, along with a German shepherd across the room that had jumped into a chair with the woman trying desperately to clean the Pomeranian's urine from her heels. The shepherd, easily one hundred pounds, bounded back onto the floor, sniffed once at the yipping Pomeranian, then raised his leg and doused the little dog. As soon as the entrance door opened, The shepherd squeezed through the opening just as a woman pushed her way into the waiting room with three poodles heading in different directions. The shepherd's owner raced after the dog. When Caitlin tried to pat Ginger's head, a Jack Russell Terrier dashed between them, yanking the leash from his owner's hand. Ginger glanced at Caitlin, then whimpered pitifully, begging to leave. It's okay, girl. Caitlin moved to an available seat further away, but was bombarded by the stench of cat urine. A large tabby in a crate hissed. Ginger woofed. I know, you don't like loud noises. Ginger snorted in response. Caitlin had driven to town a few days ago from New Jersey to stay with her 85-year-old grandmother for a few weeks. Even though her gram insisted she did not need help, Caitlin and her mother were well aware of her distaste for any assistance. Over the years, her rebuttal to them had been, Hogwash! I do not need a nursemaid! Graham's stubborn front did not hide the fact that her gait had slowed, and she stumbled behind a walker, wearing fuzzy socks. She had also been having trouble getting out of her favorite chair, Until Caitlin's mother bought her a special chair that rose up to help her stand. When a cockatoo yacked loudly, Ginger whined. Can't you keep him? He isn't mine. A man stood at the front desk, eyes pinched, shifting back and forth, his voice high and strained. He pocketed the credit card the veterinarian assistant handed him and peered at her name tag. Look, Sue, the dog just wandered into my place early this morning. Sue blew out a deep sigh. It's a sign. Don't you see, Mr. Devane? His drifting into your life means the two of you are meant to be together. Jack, please call me Jack. He raked his fingers through his thick blonde hair. No, you don't understand. This dog came into my condo because I left the door open, After I retrieved the morning paper, I found him in my living room, dirty and bleeding, so I brought him here for treatment. I have no intention of keeping him, and I hoped you might place him in a good home. You know, somewhere in the country with kids and a great big yard to run around in? Sue shook her head. We are not an animal adoption center. After unzipping her winter coat, Caitlin pushed her mittens into her pockets. It was nice of this guy to bring the dog into the veterinarian's office, but why couldn't he keep him? The puppy seemed pleasant enough. His little tail wagged uncontrollably, and his big brown eyes dripped with love. Caitlin pushed her affection for animals aside and quieted her dog-loving conscience. I will not get involved. Irritation welled inside her. Why won't he just take the dog and leave? Can't he see Sue has a room full of animals that need attention? Why were some people so self-centered? The Yorkie scrambled into Jack's arms, piddling on his suit, shirt, and tie. Urine stains widened by the second. He pushed the dog back onto the slick counter and the Yorkie slipped, getting more frantic and keening into a screech. Jack jerked his tie to the side loosening it but leaving it piled on his lapel. He slipped off his suit jacket